Hey, what up, guys? It's Allie Dixon. You're listening to LLA with Lenny and Jake on Dash Talk Radio. Excellent. Awesome. You ready? I'm ready. Woo! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to LLA with Jake and Lenny. I am your co-host, Lenny Hernandez. Jake FH is under the weather today. He took a trip to Aruba. He is still not feeling well. So we wish him the best to get uh, well. He's at home, sleeping, hopefully cross our fingers or he's out getting drunk who knows doesn't matter he's not here but you know who we do have here special guest singer songwriter Liv Waters hello hello thanks for having me yes thank you thank you for coming uh, to our show driving in from BFE into LA to be on our show tell us a little bit about yourself yeah so um, my name's Liv Hello. I'm a songwriter. Ooh. Um, yes. I would probably say I started songwriting before singing. Ah, okay. I remember I was growing up and I was like, what a shame that I can write all these songs and I can't sing. Like, whatever. And then I was like, wait, <laughs> maybe I can sing. Yes. So, so I started getting into it and I was like, okay, all right, I'm a singer-songwriter now. Nice. Mm-hmm. When did you start writing songs then? You were writing poetry as a kid, like in elementary school. Is that kind of? Mm, yeah, I prob- I got really into poetry, like during the poetry units. Yes. I was probably like 10 and I was like the one that liked it. And everyone was like, oh my God, I hate poetry. And, and I was like, like really? I'm, I like, I'm really good at this. I like this. And so it started out with poetry and then I'd hum along to it in my room. And I was like, I just wrote a song. So, right, because yeah. it's very similar. Mm-hmm. Did you were you thinking like whenever you're writing this poetry as a kid, you're just like, ooh, these are that's literally ten to twelve syllables per line. <laughs> I am I'm a songwriter almost. Yeah, I mean, when I was little, I can I really don't know how to explain it besides like like what I see in my head. But I used to have a notebook and I would like kind of draw these lines and like being the notes because I didn't know how to write music yet. Like I took music theory later on, but like I didn't take it yet. So I was like kind of just like drawing lines, like trying to make sense of the notes and everything. And like so. the the um, pattern of the, like the music in your head you'd hear. Yeah. It's definitely not the right note, but you're like, I know what this means. Yeah, like it's gonna go up here, it'll go down here, it's gonna like be longer here. I don't think anyone else could have made sense of it, but it was my own little language. And how old are you? You were like 10? I was probably like 10, 12, yeah. Nice, and that's when, have you ever gone back into that book? Yeah, actually, I um, originally from New York, but I went back and my mom had like a box of things for me and I went into it and it was like this old notebook with like banana stickers covering the front of it. (laughs) And I opened it up and like they were dated to like 2009 and I was like, what little prodigy am I? Like I knew what I wanted to do and I was that old, like go me. It was just like a eye-opening thing. Like, like that, that prodigy. You're like, I was proud of myself. You look back and you're just like, I am a prodigy. I'm, this is, that's <laughs> my <I> work. <laughs> um, when you flip through that book at all, were you like, oh, I could actually make any of this or some of this work in um, something currently? Partially. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them were like, oh, I heard this on the radio. I'm going to like rewrite it in a way that is different, but it, it really wasn't that different. Uh, it would be like- well, you know, you're 12, so- You know, listening to Taylor Swift at like 12, mm-hmm. doing all that, <laughs> but- You're like, I'm gonna change that slightly. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, well, it's the same, almost the exact same song. Yeah. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. So what is your process now? Do you still like, well, you took music theory, you said, so now you know 
notes in a sense of like what note is what, because of course yeah. you can play instruments. Mm -hmm. Well, like everything kind of started, my mom and dad thought it was important for us to learn piano when we were five. They're like, uh, it'll be good for your brain development. Like well, they you guys do will say, be smart. They do say that it's like in, it increases your intelligence by like so many points they just playing do. the piano. <laughs> and so my little sister, of course, she's like a geologist, but I'm the only one that like stuck to the music besides my little brother. But um, yeah, I started playing piano when I was like five and just like messing around learning chords and stuff through lessons. And um, then from there it was like guitar and all these instruments. But that's how I started writing. I would be like, okay, I have this poem. I could play the piano, let's put them together. And so my songwriting process has always been like with an instrument in my hand. And so recently working with Skylar Lex, it's been- Shout out. Oh yeah. It's been really awesome, Ooh. but it's been so different because I've been learning to write to a track. And so I've been finding myself taking this track, like using my music theory and like transposing it back to like piano and guitar and like writing the song acoustically. Oh, And nice. like putting it back to the track. So it's definitely like a longer process, but it's kind of cool to hear what like the whole production is going to sound like at the end while I'm writing it. Damn. It's weird. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> and it's, it's different than how you were writing songs before. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which one do you like? Is, is this a little bit more challenging? Could doing it like with the track? You know, it's just different ways. It's a little bit easier in the way where it's like you hear everything, how it's going to be while you're writing it. So you mm -hmm. can match it all up, but it's a little bit more challenging in the way that's just different than how I've always done it. So it's definitely a balancing act, but I'm getting there. You don't hate it is what you're saying. I don't hate it. And it's as you nice. do it, yeah, you're learning more and you're just like, oh, I didn't know I had this in me. Mm -hmm. That's it's pretty, cool. yeah, that's really cool. So you are originally from... New York? New York, upstate New York. Upstate New York, where in New York? Uh, it's called LaGrangeville, but it's like, yeah, it's on the Hudson River, about an hour north of the city, hour and a half maybe. LaGrangeville. Yeah, it translates in French to land of many barns, <laughs> which, which is very true. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Is that their like, is that their like slogan? Come here. It's the land of many barns. No, I feel like not a lot of people know this. It actually, it might not totally be true. My older sister told me it, but, uh, but well, I believe of course, it. You believe I everything believe your older sister says. <laughs> she's a geologist now. So of course she's, she's, she knows things, right? Uh, no, that's my little sister. Oh, that's your little sister. How many siblings do you have? Jeez. Uh, well, I have an older sister. She's okay. a teacher. Little sister. She's actually my Irish twin. So we're 10 months apart. She's studying <laughs> geology in Utah. Gotcha. Okay. And I have two little brothers. And two little brothers. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're a little crazy. Um, one of my little brothers, like a saxophone prodigy. He just plays Ooh. that around the house. Uh -huh. That's my saxophone uh, yeah. impression. It was not good. He he went through this phase when he learned Sexy Sax Man, like that oh, song. yeah. And he played that like... All the time. All the time. And then my other little brother was like, oh, that's cool. I want to learn it. And so I had two little brothers just rolling around the house, like with, with saxophones? saxophones playing. Have you ever just like been like, hey, bros, let's, uh, let's jam sesh? I have, but none of them like take it seriously. Uh, I'm like, they will at some actually, point, right? Yeah, yeah, they will. How we'll old are they? get into it. One of them's a senior in high school and one of them's a freshman. Okay, so yeah. They're they'll be there 14 soon. and 18 at some point when they have, you know, not school to have to deal with. They'll be yeah. like, yeah, let's jam. Let's do it. 
mm-hmm. they playing any other instruments now? Um, just the saxophone? They're just really into the saxophone. Nice. Like all the different types of them too. Because like, mm, there are different types. There are. I didn't realize, or I forgot about that until you just said that there yeah. are different types of saxophones. <laughs> there's a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> there's like three, four maybe. <laughs> uh, I played violin up until I was a junior in high school. Mm. And it is one thing that I wish I would have kept up with. I mean, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like if I had it and just mostly so I could play the Jurassic Park theme song. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. We had like a rusty old violin that just sat in my corner of my house and we all played like rusty. Instrument. Uh, I mean, dusty. Oh, it, was, okay. it was just I was really like, rusty. Old. I was like, oh, it's a metallic violin that just like <laughs> rusted out. I was like, just, dang. That would have been really cool. Yeah. But we're all like, we all play wind instruments. Like mm-hmm. I grew up playing the piano and, and clarinet. And so, like, damn, mm-hmm. how many instruments do you play? <laughs> well, clarinet, I, I used to play that in marching band, actually. Oh, marching oh, band. Yeah. Uh oh. I was a cool kid in high school. Better watch out. No. <laughs> but no, we I played that, but like none of us played the violin and it just kind of sat in the corner. None of us knew any strings. And I was like, once I learn guitar, I'm going to learn the violin. And I learned guitar and it just. I never got to the violin. It, well, let's be honest. Yeah. The guitar is way more impressive. It's a, it's a little cooler. It's a, a little? I could actually play that at gigs. I mean, I feel like yeah. I can't, can't like play the violin with myself while I sing. No, that'd be, oh, mm. wait a second. <laughs> Maybe. Are you, t- you're, you're hitting on a niche that hasn't been done yet. I feel Violin like country- playing singing? I don't know if I have the like hand eye mm. to do that. My roommates are going to love you because I'm going to go home and like try to do that. And they'll be like, you're being too loud. <laughs> Sorry. Do you have a violin out here with you? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. Maybe somebody, somebody will. Craigslist. I mean, yeah. you could always find. What's crazy instruments. is there is a, there is a store that's up the street from my house. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I walk past it, it's a, 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 a you know, it's like rent to own an instrument or buy an instrument or whatever. And I'm always just like, damn, do I just purchase a violin even though I, I don't know how to play it <laughs> like anymore? No. I'm sure it would come back to you. It's like riding a bike. Right, You just yeah. pick it up and you're like, man, that's what it feels oh, like. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, this is a note. Mm. <laughs> See, I can't sing. I can't. I, I would wish if, if I could go back in time, you know, the only one of the biggest things that I would do is I would tell my mother to force me to play piano. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I would would do. Of all the things that I could change in my life if I went back in time, that's really like the number one thing is just be like, ma, make me play the piano. Mostly because you know, then I could pluck notes. I could, you know, mm-hmm. do all that other stuff. Yeah, and as a kid, it's most definitely forced. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh yeah, we all hated it. We were like, mom, piano lessons on a Friday after school. I just want ice cream. want to go out, but I, I'm happy now. I guess I got to say thank you. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. So I, I want to touch a little bit more. Two little brothers mm-hmm. and then two older sisters. One no, older no, one, sister, one, one younger, younger sister. sister. Okay. All right. So they're, they're, what's the math on that? That's the five? All five. Five of you. Yes. Our, our house was never quiet. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so you had said before we jumped on the mic here that you moved 
from New York to uh, California about five months ago or so? Yeah, and before that I had a six month period where I lived in Nashville. Okay. So I was like trying that whole scene out. Mm -hmm. um, so you went to Nashville first, okay. Yeah, it uh -huh. wasn't wasn't my fit, wasn't my music, but it was really cool to um, be go in the and, scene a little bit. And yeah, see. Uh -huh. they had open mic nights like every night of the week. So I'd just write a song that day and be like, hey, let's test it out at the Bluebird tonight or like Douglas Corner and I'd just go somewhere different, meet a lot of people. Yeah. It was cool. It just, I'm a little bit more into pop and the scene really wasn't my scene, mm. so. Well, and it's huge for country music, right? Yeah, yeah. it's huge for that. Huge, huge. Mm -hmm. um, so you lasted in Nashville for about how long, you said? About six months. About six and months? I was like, oof, I thought this was the South. It snows here. There's tornadoes. You know, California sounds pretty good. And so, <laughs> so we were like, let's, let's just keep going West. And so we ended up here. Who's we? My boyfriend and I. Okay, yeah. Yes. Is he a musician of some sort? Is he a singer? Is he... He's a fan. Nice. <laughs> uh, All-out fan. Nice, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Oh, yeah. I, I always write something, and I'm like, does this sound relatable? Do you think, like, someone will like this? <laughs> Is, Is he this... honest with you? He's honest with me. Sometimes Good, okay. I'll write things, and it's just, like, it sounds like the poetry from, like, when you're 10 years old and they're like, honestly, that's way too abstract. No one's gonna get that. And I'm like, okay, that's what I thought. Like, I'll go back, <laughs> but I need it sometimes. I need someone to be like, yeah, no one's gonna relate to that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is helpful though, to have somebody to bounce things and ideas off of. Yeah. Um, so you're there six months, not just seeing in Nashville, though I'm sure a great place. I've never been mm -hmm. um, outside of just driving through. Uh, and then you make the trek all the way out super west and you land a little north of Santa Barbara, correct? Yeah. How did you get of all places to where that location? All right, so this is a fun story. Uh-oh. I uh is that good or bad? It's good. Are you sure? It's good. Okay, it's good. okay. So good. I was in New York. I was like, you know, this is a great place, but you know, I don't want to be here my whole life. Mm -hmm. So we we're like, let's do well, some. It's New York, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's uh, yeah. So we we're like, let's do some searching. How do we do that? How do we like live in a place for a little while, but not like find an apartment and like do all that? So we found this online thing called Woof, which is like worldwide organization of organic farming. So we're like, okay, I don't farm, you don't farm. Say what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Shout out to Wolf. Wolf. W-W-O-O-F. Uh-huh. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Yeah. And so we ended up at this really cool place, um, like at a bamboo farm up there. And he was like, yeah, just work on the farm a couple like hours a day. Um, and he was like a big skater. So he built Who? a skate. His name was Rob. Oh, this guy that you- This somebody, guy that okay. we stayed with. We, gotcha. stayed, we stayed with him for a couple months and um, it was actually more like a month. We helped out on his farm, but it was more like his house that just had bamboo plants and he was like open up to helping people like get to the West. And so um, he's a huge skater, had a vert ramp in his backyard taught us to skate and was like, hey, you could just stay in my trailer if you help me farm. And so we did that. It was weird. I'm not a farmer. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that. But um, that's well, hey, how but I got you would have never. Yeah, you would have never known had I you not tried it. I wouldn't have got it. out here. Yeah. yeah. So we did that um, and got an apartment and we just ended up 
by um, it's Central Coast. Okay. So and it's very pretty out there. Yeah. That's why I haven't moved down to LA yet. That's why I'd prefer driving in. Um, well, yeah, it's a, it's a probably a little bit more scenic. There's less yeah. people. It's less just jammed traffic and. Yeah, I ride my bike run. everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, See, that's nice. Yeah. We do have something in common in the in the sense that like I traveled the U.S. at one point, mm -hmm. and so I was uh, to save money, I was couch surfing a lot. Oh. And so I was in Montana, Missoula specifically, and right outside of Missoula. And I stayed at one of those like f places where they like farmed to like, like you can stay here, but then you just have to help out around the house type mm -hmm. thing or help, help out around the farm. And so when we, when we arrived, a baby goat was being born. So we literally went to like the stable and like watched a goat <laughs> be born. And I'm like, I'm not, country at mm. all like I don't like being outside I don't like bugs yeah I don't like those <laughs> things I don't like getting my hands dirty in any way mm -hmm. and so I was just like oh shit this is what I signed myself up for for the next three days okay all right well we're gonna try it no. <laughs> like, I have a similar experience to that because that's what I was doing in Tennessee as well we're in like a tiny house uh, uh -huh. trying trying it out um but one of the like the farmer owner she was like just so you know like the goat's pregnant, like she's due in probably a week. So just like watch out for her. And we come home from, from work one day and we walk down and there were like these baby goats and we're like, did you just have babies? And so we went down and they're really cute. But then that's when we were like, um, yeah, we're not farmers. We need to get back into the real world really quick. <laughs> like this yeah. is not, watching a baby goat be born was like, oh shit, this yeah. <laughs> puts this into reality. And I don't like this. Yeah, that, and it's probably not too safe for the goat for me to be watching it. Yeah, you don't want it. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to be known as like a goat killer. Yeah. A killer of goats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I'm definitely not that. And yeah, we made it to the West Coast and doing music now. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. So mm -hmm. tell us, uh, tell us about how you got together with uh, Skylar Lex. How did you uh, land with him? How did you figure that out? All right. So I've, like I said, I've been writing for a while. Um, when I was in college and high school, I've been traveling to Nashville to like record music. So mm -hmm. I recorded some like more country songs in the past like years ago. Mm -hmm. And I went down and I also- Is that, is that what's on your channel, your YouTube channels? There's a slew of songs that are a little bit more country. There's some, yeah. yeah. There's some that are a little bit more country. Some mm -hmm. that I like was working on producing myself. There's like one of them. Kind of more like not sub like- awesome but if they're a work in progress well and yeah and then yeah. You, you have stuff out there mm -hmm. which again a lot of people potentially would just kill to be just yeah, there so no, therefore exactly. be proud of the fact that you got some stuff up mm -hmm. and working definitely yes and so i made a music video probably about two years ago and ashley found the music video so that's skylar's uh, wife uh. and they yeah so they found the shout music out video. to ashley and she was like, hey, have you ever like thought about going into record labels? I was like, well, yeah, I'm a songwriter. That's what I want to do. <laughs> and so she was like, oh, awesome. Like you should come down and meet with Skylar and me. And so we went in and automatically like kind of just clicked with Skylar. I was like, um, you know, country's in my past, but you know, I really don't want to make country music. I kind of want to go into more pop and like kind of the crossover genre. And he was like, oh, 
I get what you're trying to do. And like right off the bat, he like sent me some tracks and I was like, this is exactly what I was talking about. So we just kind of like kicked off really well with music and we just started going from there and we recorded a song and we are in the middle of recording music video for that song. Nice. What is the song? This song is called Backs Faced In. Uh oh. Mm -hmm. Segway. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about this track. All right. So Backs Faced In. Backs Faced In. When I am writing, usually it kind of comes as a feeling that I'm either feel for like 20 seconds, maybe 20 days, but like usually it's just a little point in time and I'm like we're sleeping with our backs faced in. And I'm like, it could be just one night. And I'm like, that would make a really good song. Ooh, and I start that's like- That's how the title. So, so did you start with the title and then you went from there? Yeah, a lot of times I'll start with the title and oh. then I'm like, this will make like a really good hook and people will be like, man, I like the song from the hook. And so I'll just well, start let's be, pulling let's details. Well, let's be honest, hooks, hooks are what? You know, hooks are what they want. Hooks you in. Mm. Yeah, no, that's that's all music needs now. It's just a sick hook. Reels you in. Yeah. Yeah. Get over here. Mm hmm So I started with the backs faced in, and then I just started throwing, like, details in there that sounded like they'd fit and or were, like, true at one point in my life. And I was like, this is it. This is backs faced in. So that's how we got to it. And... Originally, I wrote it as a country song, actually, on my guitar. And then Skylar sent it to me, and I changed the melody, kept the lyrics, and I'm just kind of in this really cool, like, transformative stage going from, like, country to pop right now. So this is going to be the first song that's not country. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs, yeah! Mm -hmm. You know what that means? What? Can I play the track for everybody? Of course. Yeah. Excellent. This is Back's Face Jam. I live waters. Sleeping with our backs faced in Talk about the weather just so we can make conversation We go one step forward and I feel like we fall like a million Boy, what are we doing? What am I doing? Making you mad on purpose Starting fights about the dishes in the sink to make you feel worthless So you walk out the door, leave the keys I could be her 
track is hot thank you yeah yeah uh it was crazy i was i had listened to it uh probably about an hour or so before we came into the studio and i was i was like instantly like oh shit i i can get behind this track mm-hmm. holy shit this is something that i just jam- i would had a nice little pep to my step when i was walking up from the cafe down the street i was like oh yeah <laughs> it's got a good good beat good good fucking chorus Good track, good track, good job. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, that's what I set out to do. You know, I wanted to make music that like, the music itself kind of like boosts someone's like happiness, but like a lot of electronic music out there will kind of just, there's a lot of it with really good lyrics, but like I started out as a lyric person, like mm-hmm. writing poems. So every song I put out there, I want the words to be on par with the music. So the music kind of lifts you up and then you go back and you listen to the words and you're like, wait, this isn't really a happy song, but it makes me kind of feel happy. And then some people, like everyone kind of relates to it or feels to it. Mm -hmm. And so that was my goal for my new music. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So this is single number one off an EP you working single on an EP number one we're what do you got on going EP. yeah and uh we'll we'll get to that but let's talk about the music video for this song that you just you just filmed what a week uh, ago a couple two weeks days ago, ago. <laughs> two days ago <laughs> two days ago holy <laughs> shit yeah we're working um, on it do you have a timeline on when it'll drop you got like a, a um, due date sometime in the next few weeks well we're First, before we release anything, we're going to see some labels and ah. just like throwing it out there and see if yes, sign cast this. in the uh, yeah, cast in the line and seeing if they like it. But yeah, um, trying to get some bites on it, right? Yeah, hey, yeah. check this song out. You want you want <laughs> me? You want me? Yes, you do. Um, but I'm not an actress, so um, this kind of tested me in acting, which was kind of fun. Ooh, we tell, had, us, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so you heard the song, obviously. You can kind of hear the words, and so we were kind of trying to bring it to life with, like, flashbacks of when everything was happy, and then, like, man, we're in the same situation now, and we're upset. So there were, like, kitchen scenes, bed scenes, and I was like, okay, I'm not an actress, but I'm going to try, and I think they all brought it out of me. It was really cool. We had... Um, Johan, he's a Bulgarian actor. He was really cool. It was awesome. And then I had Coco. Um, she choreographed the entire dance part. So um, I used oh. to dance. Yeah. Here's what, oh, you, we weren't going to go this entire interview without talking dance. about dance. <laughs> yeah. So I used to dance in high school, but it was kind of more lyrical and like there's this I just couldn't do hip hop. Like all my friends were such good hip hop dancers. And I was like, I just can't move like that. It doesn't work. And so we go to choreograph the dance and Coco is like, you know, when I heard this, I just thought hip hop. And I was like, oh God, how much time do you have? (laughs) (laughs) How much are you willing to put into me? (laughs) But she was awesome. And like, she definitely pulled it out of me. And now I call myself a 
almost hip hop dancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm really happy. You're on to the get, cusp. Yeah, you're, you're on. I'm almost. Well, there. I'm excited to see this music video yeah. then whenever it comes out, so that way I can be like, all right, no, she, yeah, she, yeah. she nailed that shit. <laughs> so, what was the most difficult part uh, about uh, doing some of these things that you had never uh, done? Um, like on camera stuff, like because like the acting stuff. Definitely oh. acting. Like we we're kind of going, like the fake fights. I just couldn't. Like there's so many takes of me laughing, and I was like, "Sorry, I'm not actually mad at you." And then it was just all that. It was just really different for me to get into the acting because, mm-hmm. like, I've danced before, I've sung in front of people before, and performed. So like that was kind of normal to me. Um, I've made music videos before of just like singing and all that. So that was pretty normal. But when it got to acting like with like a complete stranger, yeah. yeah, I was like, this is a little That's bit That's where you get weird. me now at this point because that's what I do. I'm an actor. Yeah. I, I, I help coach people. I can I can get you there if you need to get there. I will pull out, what is your saddest <laughs> moment? Yeah. Then tell us about your saddest moment. Now figure that out. Now yeah, use it here. Yeah. When, are you, when are you really angry? Because I'm- you're in a relationship, so therefore you have been angry at your boyfriend. Very Let's true. Let's see. <laughs> so you just have to, you just have to, just think of that moment. Have to get. Yeah, you have to yeah. get there. What did he do to me? He didn't put the toilet seat down. That mother. <laughs> now I'm angry. Yes, but there, there are scenes like that. Dishes in the sink. We, oh yeah, we did that. Li- yeah, that was the one. Yeah. Like we were pretending to fight over dishes, and I was like. I picked up a knife and I was like, maybe I shouldn't pick up a knife. Like, I'll pick up the plate instead. (laughs) But no, it was really awesome. They all pulled it out of me. You don't want to get to a point where it's like, seems like it's domestic violence where you're about to like stab somebody. Yeah, you need a happy medium in there. Yeah, the plate. Yeah, the plate seems more. The plate was perfect. Did you shatter any plates? Did you throw any? Did you do any of that? It was plastic, which Uh, is probably better because I'm a pretty clumsy person. Are you? Yeah. Wait, you're, that's, Uh, I don't think dancing and clumsiness. Well, like tend to go together. Actually, fun story about that. It's actually not very fun. When I was dancing in high school, <laughs> I tripped over my shoe and broke my hand just by like falling. Oh, but, goodness. Yeah. It healed okay. It's all better now, but yeah, I'm I go for everything. I might just fall while I'm while I'm going. And you know what the moral of the story of that is? I got back up. You get back up. Oh yeah. You get back <laughs> on the freaking horse and you keep Keep going. Keep going. Keep dancing. That is, so what is something that you learned uh, filming the uh, music video that like the next music video, you can be like, all right, well, I already learned that in this one. So therefore this is going to be easier this time. Uh, Definitely like channeling your inner emotions for acting. Yes. Uh huh. Get there in your head and then you could be as mad as you want and no one's taking it personally. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because they're there. They want you to be whatever. They want you to be mad. Yeah. They want you to be happy. They want you to like show it. Who directed? Who is, uh, who, who's the director of your music video? Let's see. Drawing a blank. That's okay. No. Really, really awesome guy. Nice. Where'd he come from? Do you know? He came from here. Ah, okay. Yeah, so somebody. Nice. A lot works with Ashley. Nice. Okay. So it's one of Ashley's people that yes. come through and yeah. I met nice. a lot of people in one day. Totally. So if you're listening to this, sorry. I'm That's sorry. okay. No, you'll, it'll come to you in a bit. It'll come to me. Yeah. Definitely. In the middle of the interview, you'll be like, John. Oh, this is going to bother me. That's okay. It's going to bother me. Um, so, uh, so Ashley set all this stuff up for you. Yeah, she um, did. And. Uh, so yeah, so that, that relationship has been, 
uh, good so far. Everything's been going. Got the music video going. You got the EP. How many songs are you dropping on this EP? Do you there, know, have you? Yeah, there's going to be five. There's going to be five for five sure. Songs, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, and you got this one. Uh, and then the other four. Tell us a little bit about uh, any of the other four. So I've been trying. Well, we'll back up a little bit. Yeah. When good. I started writing, um, you know, I. I kind of just wanted to be a songwriter. Like I said, I didn't think I could sing. Um, and that was like a more reason. Why? I don't know. I'm just very self-doubt. Self, is it self-doubt? What is it? I'm very critical of myself. Well, so yeah, like yeah. it happened, the, who, happened what, in middle school. What do they say? Like you are your own worst critic well, or something like yeah. that? I think that's a saying. Yeah. So I what mean, happened? Who, who did you wrong in middle school? I don't know. Who did you wrong in middle school? You know, you know the moment where... You decided to get up there and belt something, and then somebody la- somebody laughed or something, <laughs> and you're like, "I won't sing again." Oh, probably my sisters, but <laughs> they're mean and a blessing at the same time. Well, of course, they just want mm-hmm. what's best for for you. Yeah, yeah, we're we're on good terms. We're yeah, good okay, terms. good, good, good. Yeah, but. Well, one's a geologist and a teacher. Oh, yeah. They have to be nice. Yeah, they have to be. Yeah. The one talks to rocks all day and one talks to kids. Yeah. 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 I don't know which one I would want more. (laughs) They're both pretty weird, but then again, so am I. So Ah, so we we all get along. We get along. Um, But yeah, when I started writing, I was really into fitting in. I was like, Mm -hmm. um, I was in the country scene. So I was like talking about trucks and I'm like, you know, I don't even own a truck. Nobody owns a truck. Like, why am I singing about the country? I'm not like, oh, that's so I don't funny. like this. And so like the past few years of writing, I've just been trying to like get not back and like write about, about things trucks? I care about. Oh, 100% not trucks. Um, uh, not trucks, not trucks. That's so funny that you say trucks. Because that's how I, I, I mean, I... Uh, I befriended uh, this person, uh, a good friend of mine now that over the last probably like six months or so, and she's a huge country singer, like country fan. And so mm-hmm. she'll be like, well, you you should like this song. She'll send me something. And I'm just like, they're singing about a fucking truck. Like, I mean. Again. Again. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. singing about drinking too much and driving their truck. It's like, I don't, I can't relate to this at all. I mean, it's a good beat, good, eh, the voice is good. It's like, I can't relate to this. Mm-hmm. And so like. I've just been trying to be like more honest with Mm -hmm. like experiences and things. And like I said, like it could just be something that pops into my head and a feeling I have for like 20 seconds. And I'm like, cool. Do you write it anywhere? What do you do? What do you do with it? Do you have a notebook or? Oh, usually I've, I've graduated from my, um, my banana stamped composition. Are they called composition notebooks? Yeah, Yeah, probably. I have stacks of those, but I write them in my phone now because I'll just be like walking around the mall and like singing to myself. Everyone probably thinks I'm a little crazy because well, I, I do. I sing to all, myself and- We all a little crazy. Yeah. But then I'm like, this melody sounds really cool. And so like, I'll take my phone out and like sing it into it and be like, is anybody watching? And I have like these weird videos, but then- Oh, you'll like record yeah. your voice. Like you'll be like- I'm like, I can't forget this because there's been so many times where I think of something and I'm like, okay, I'm in public. I'm not recording this right now. And I get home and I'm like, that could have been a hit. And I forgot it. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I write yeah. them in my phone. I sing them into my phone. And so I, I have them everywhere I go. A little nifty computer. On I'm very similar, but when it comes to like dreams, mm-hmm. like if I wake up and I had some like crazy dream, I'll be like, oh, I might as well notate this on my notes. You yeah. know, I'll write it out. So that way I won't forget. Cause if you don't do that, you'll forget, you know, yeah. within 30 minutes. It's like, ah, oh, shit, I forgot what dream I was just having. 
but it was a cool one. <laughs> yeah, I, I took a psychology class in college and they talked a lot about dreams and I've been like trying to get into Ooh. like, into remembering my dreams, but I'll wake up in the morning and I'm like, I'm just going back to sleep. And then I, I just never write them down. I never like analyze them, but that was one of my favorite parts, like just finding a dream and being like, what does this mean? What does that mean? What did you, were you decent at it? Were you like, were you, were you pulling parallels to whatever was in your dream to like stuff that was happening in your Somewhat. life? Somewhat. We, we did a lot of like just examples. Like uh, the professor would be yeah. like, so like Amy saw a monster chasing her over a bridge and then like the bridge broke. Oh, she's probably scared of bridges. Like. She, uh, she doesn't she doesn't yeah. like heights or something and so it would just be like little things like that where it was just fun that's probably the songwriter in me though because I like to make those like really kind of fun metaphors and yeah yeah and so like damn. I guess dreams are a good way of finding them damn have you yeah. used have you is there a time that you know that where you used a, something from a dream and put it in a song no but I was listening to this one podcast and uh, do you know the song Taylor Swift's Wildest Dreams. Vaguely. She kind of, it's okay. But she does like this weird like, mm, mm, like the, ah, ah, that was probably sound really bad. But she was like, that came to me in a dream. And I was like, I knew I was missing it. And just, I feel like there's a lot missing in my dreams. I got to start remembering them. Very true. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to play a hot second of it just so I can know. Okay. Well, this music video looks like it's, the Lion King. It's like, yeah. I don't think I've seen the music video. Oh, yeah, of course I know the song. Oh, she's been, like rocking dark hair, too, in this. Which part are you talking about? The, after the chorus. We'll hit the chorus then. I said, ah, second that, verse. Oh, I went too far? That part. Oh. Oh, like that part right there, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, look, school. she's literally like in the, I mean, she probably the, the isn't, desert. but like, yeah, she's in like Africa or something, like doing Lion That's King cool. stuff. I want to meet those animals. T-Swizzy. T-Swizzle. <laughs> uh, are you a fan of her new album at all? Um, I've listened to it. I I like it. Yeah. I I've like been. her old stuff a little better, but yeah, I'm still she's a got, fan. Yeah, I, and I, I there's like two or three songs in there that I've like been playing on loop, and I'm like, man, who, who am I that I'm playing T-Swizzy <laughs> on the loop? But, you know, the hit's a hit. I know. I feel like it's taken me, like her Reputation album, when it came out, I feel like I was I was mad at it. I was like... I just want, want it to be like old Taylor Swift, but at least she's like, she's testing boundaries and that's what it's all about. And then it took me like months to get into it. Then it was on a loop. I was like, okay, yeah. I'm into this. I like this. This is pretty good. So, you, so do you think this, that'll happen again with this? Cause it's kind of even her album is even like, this one is like even further yeah. out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's even further no. than what the last ones were. I'm definitely a fan of it. I def I'm in the car a lot, like I said. So I just go through albums and albums and get into them. You're just like, ah. oh, yeah. How long is the tr is the track? Uh, is it is it It's about 3 hours. Whoa. Shit, is yeah. it? Yeah. But I did I drove here from New York, so like I'm still kind of I'm used to driving. I just like buckle in and I'm like, this is what you're doing today. Get used to it. So, 
So I just there is on. an album that I will listen to when I have almost exactly three hours, mm-hmm. that, because once I'm from beginning to end, it's almost three hours. So therefore, like when I get to the end, I'm like, ah, oh, it's three hours. It's a long album. Yeah. Well, it's it's the music to Hamilton. Uh, so like you know, it's of course it's like two forty five or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's just like. I fly a lot. And so it's like the perfect thing to listen to when I'm just wanting to zone out. And then all of a sudden, if I wake up, I'm like, oh, this album's almost over, which means my flight is almost over. That is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, you talked about, uh, because of the drive, you talked about listening to albums and, and podcasts. Is there something, is there like a go-to album that you have that you listen to? Hmm. or go-to podcast that you're listening to whenever you're doing the... Lately, Louis Capitelli. Um, he's oh, who's the that? that? He's the one that sings... Uh, it's like Somebody You Love. I think you'd hear it if you know it. The Jonas Brothers covered it the other day. Um, oh. Yeah. It's like, I was getting used to being someone you loved. Now the day bleeds. You'll, you'll probably Ooh, recognize it. Okay. But it's like all piano ballads and like the inner like pianist in me loves that. And I think it's really fun because like you go on his Instagram and he's like comical and really funny and just post jokes. It's almost like a Finsta. And then he'll go on and like (laughs) sing like these super dramatic things. And I love that you just said Finsta because I just learned what that meant not even five days ago. Really? Yes. Well, it was perfect timing. Yeah, perfect timing. (laughs) I was hanging out with two friends and they were just like, oh, check out what I posted on my Finsta. I was like, the fuck are you talking about? I was like, my Finsta. I was like, I don't know what that is. They're like, my fake Instagram. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, apparently I don't care what anybody sees on mine. Mm-hmm. I need somebody to hear. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Somebody to hide. Somebody to hold. Oh, yeah. It's easy to say. It's never I see. Okay, yes. Okay, yeah, I definitely instantly knew. Man, I'm really bad with names is apparently what it is. I've heard all of these songs, Mm -hmm. so. I'm normally really bad with names too. I'm like, that song that goes like, la, 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 and like has these words in it. And they're like, who are you talking about? (laughs) And I Google the lyrics and like, oh, I know that song. song. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Totally, totally Mm -hmm. know that song. Uh, three out. So, I mean, so you're listening to that. What, anything else that you're listening to? Well, I have listened to the new Taylor Swift, but yeah, mostly this one. I just, I listen to like albums on repeat and then like I end up harmonizing with them and then I end up never listening to them for like the next six months. That's how I am. I like run a song just into the ground for like a week, a week, you know, 10 days. And then all of a sudden I'll be like, well, I won't listen to that song for the next six months. Yeah. And you hear it like in six months and you're like, I know all the words and I love this song. I'm going to sing it. Okay, dance to it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And that's basically exactly me as well. Yes. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, so what is so you have your guitar here. I do. I could play something. <laughs> <laughs> I was seeing how long I could just say nothing and then it would just get potentially awkward and say, ooh. ooh maybe so um sing. so when did when did you decide to teach or to learn how to play the guitar? Um, as soon as I started doing gigs and I couldn't tug my piano around, I was like, okay, oh, this piano yeah. isn't coming with me. It's not the sound I want for these gigs and I could walk around. So I sat in my room one summer and was like, okay, 
I actually, this happened multiple summers in a row. I was like, you're gonna learn guitar, and then I didn't learn it. And it probably took me three summers to be like, okay, you're actually learning guitar and you're gonna learn it. And so I taught myself through YouTube, YouTube University. Damn. And bothered all my family with a lot of noise, but I learned guitar. So it's it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna teach your brothers and sisters? Well, your brothers, I guess, how to I've play at some tried. point? I've tried, I've definitely tried. They're young, so they just don't wanna learn yet. Yeah, well, they'll come to me and be like, oh, that's so cool, you play guitar, like, will you teach me? And I'm like, yeah, and so I'll try to teach them, and then they just won't practice, and I'm like, okay, I see a lot of me in you, but I would just went to YouTube to learn because I really wanted to learn, so maybe you should do that too, <laughs> so. So what in your head are you thinking about playing right now? Tell us a little bit about that. All right, so this is a song called Treading Water that is on is going to be on. I haven't recorded it yet. We're still yeah. working on that. Ooh. I wrote this. This is An a song. Exclusive is what you're saying right it here is, on LA with Jake and Lenny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got a track from Skylar, and this is a song that I took the track, put it onto a guitar, and this is what I came out with it. So I haven't put it back on the track yet. We haven't recorded it to that. Um, but this is the stripped down version of um, this song called Treading Water. And it's kind of like a breakup song. And this is definitely one that I played my boyfriend and was like, does this make sense to you? Do you do you get it? Because some of the lyrics, I'm just gonna say them now, is like, I'm not tossing quarters, chasing you across the border, searching through the grass for clovers, trying to win you back over. And so that was like, Ooh. I'm not tossing quarters into a fountain, like as a wish, mm. like I'm not wishing you back. Mm. I'm not trying to like chase you or like look to find a four leaf clover. I was like, did I go too far? Does this make sense? And so, um, what did he say? He was like, "Well, now that you explained it, I get it. So it's borderline." Yeah. Well, but it's also borderline. too, you don't you don't have to always dumb it down yeah. for the listener, mm-hmm. right? No, exactly. And that's that was always my like what drew me to music was that I like to pick everything out of it. I'm like, "Oh, what do they mean here? Like, what do they mean there?" And it might just be and me. And that's as, good. Yeah. Lyric writing, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So this is treading water. By Live Waters. So damn cold, I left my sweater on your bedroom floor. Can't bring myself to walk back, knock on your door. All of the postcards and memories. Sitting on your fridge haunting me So I walk cold tonight on the east side One block till home where I can let myself cry Loading your drawers into boxes Reteaching myself how to live but I'm not tossing quarters, chasing you across the border, searching through the grass for clovers, trying to win you back over. You must think I'm drowning. It takes more than that to sink me, cause I won't let myself under. I'm out here treading water.
it six times round the sun You left me with body issues since day one Thinking I'm no longer good enough Swimming through that got a little rough But I'm no beach dwell on the other side Got to shore and started to rise That don't mean your words don't hurt me When I close my eyes they wait in my dreams But I'm not tossing quarters chasing you across the border Searching through the grass for clovers Trying to win you back over You must think I'm drowning It takes more than to sink me cause I won't let myself under I'm out here treading water I'm not going under oh. I'm out here treading water Snap. Damn, that sounds great, like acoustically as well. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. What's, um, well, man, it's just so, when people play instruments and like teach themselves how to play an instrument, it's just so fucking impressive. It's like so impressive. So like, first off, ooh. Oh, thank you. And then why would you doubt yourself um, singing wise? I was, I was just a very emotional little child. One of five, I was like, you're better than me at this. You're better at me than that. And I was like, okay, this is the one thing I think I'm good at. Am I really good at it? And then I was like, okay, I'll just, I'll put it, I'll just go all in and see what happens. Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So what is your, what's the idea then when it comes to the track? Um, again, treading water kind of just came to me. I was swimming and I was like, treading water. And um, yeah, yeah, that's what you're doing when you swim, right? Yeah. You're just treading, treading water. And so I thought of this one line and I was like, um, I thought I was swimming all this time until I started going under and I realized I've just been treading water. And I was like, well, that's, that's like Sick. a cool line. Like yeah. that was poetry. But then I was like, that's a little bit depressing. I kind of want to make treading water as like, you think I'm drowning, but I'm treading water. So it's kind of more of like a powerful meaning than like, mm, oh, yeah. I'm like damsel in distress, like treading water. No, so it's, it's more like you think this, but look, I'm doing. Yeah. And so that's how I got to like the, the clovers. Like I'm not wishing you back. I'm over here treading water. Like I'm fine. And so that's kind of the whole metaphor I was going for. Oh man! <laughs> Is it gonna, I'm not even gonna be loud enough for how many just clapping and clapping and clapping? Well, thank you. <laughs> um, when was the first moment that you thought or knew that this is what you wanted to do? Um, well, I was doing homework in my dorm room in college. Oh! I was like, organic chemistry, you're not my friend. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and I was in songwriters club, and so like. I would just write songs and be so excited to bring them to songwriters club in college. And I was sitting there, I was studying dietetics and nutrition. Cause I was like, this is gonna be like, I like to be healthy. Like that's part of my lifestyle, but it's uh -huh. not my passion. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, 
you know, music isn't really like the most stable career. So like, we'll just do nutrition and like, I'll have a stable career with that. Now, is this like, because you wanted to do that or is this because parents were like, you no. should probably get some kind of degree? Well, my parents are very like supportive of what I do, Good. Okay, but yeah. I was like, I thought it was what they wanted to hear. You know, mm -hmm. it was like, okay, I'll go to nutrition and get like a good job and all that versus like scaring them and being like, I'm going to music school or like, I'm just gonna go to LA and start trying my thing. I was like, I'll try college first and see what happens. And I lasted a year. I got no really ice. good grades. No ice. I got like a 3.9, but I just, my guitar sat under my bed for like five months. That's the longest time I went without writing music. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. And I came back for a winter break and I wrote like 10 songs. I was like, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm not a nutritionist. This isn't for me. I'm not gonna be a personal trainer one day. I'm a musician. So I was, I kind of put all all my marbles in the basket and was like, I'm going, going all in. And so that's what, what made me really start going for it. Which is which is huge. Mm -hmm. You know, I went to school for five years. Mm -hmm. Took me five years to get a fucking theater degree. So Aww. it's just like, well, that was four and a half years <laughs> wasted. Yeah. So that's really that's really impressive. You just said, hey, I know that this is what I want to do. Let's <clears throat> hold mm -hmm. off on those things. And in and, and education, you can get at any point if you need it. And most of the time, I don't believe that many people need it mm -hmm. to do whatever it is that they're passionate about. Yeah, no, I agree. So and you you wrote you wrote how many songs? Ten songs over winter break. Yeah, I I wrote like a song or two a week. It's just kind of like a mind game for me. It's mm, like keeps the mind sharp. Yeah, and it's also kind of like winding down because, like I say, I, ah. I write about my feelings, and so I kind of get home from work or like just being out and or driving three hours. Total <laughs> well, on well, six hours total <laughs> in a day. Six hours total, and I get home and I'm like. What, what am I thinking about? Like, what's a cool line or some, some words I heard today? Or even like if I was listening to a song and heard like a middle of a sentence, second verse, like word, and I'm like, that's peculiar. Like maybe I'll expand on that. And maybe it's something I'll never release or like something really fun and kind of stupid, but just kind of a mind game and usually it gets me somewhere, so. Nice. Yeah. Man, would you recommend to um, people to write as a way to like release whatever they're feeling inside? Is that, since that helps you, is it therapeutic for you? Oh yeah. I mean, just playing guitar in general, you can hit that thing as much as you want. Well, <laughs> I mean, in my break, it's never broken for me <laughs> yet. Only the strings, knock on wood, seriously. But yeah, There's it's no like rust on writing it? them down. Like the violin? No rest, no rest. This isn't the violin. This doesn't sit in the corner as much. <laughs> this gets used. This gets used. This gets used. Mm -hmm. And but you have like, a, it's in a it's in a case, so therefore it's sheathed, yeah. so hopefully it won't get all the way inside to the, the actual instrument. Yeah, hopefully not. Dust it down a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, if, if you're a writer and a little bit less of a speaker, I'd definitely say, go write it down, try to write a song about it. Even if you're happy, just try to like, encase that in some some words, some music and let it out. What are some of your musical inspirations? Like, um, um, is there somebody out there that you listen to and you're like, I want to be close to that or similar to that. Whatever they're doing is similar to what I like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna sound like probably 
any musician female my age by saying Taylor Swift. But you know, there's just been a lot. Um, when I was in country, I really looked up to the Dixie Chicks because mm-hmm. they, they were like three girls mm-hmm. kind of like making waves. Yeah. yeah, and just the way they wrote was very like unapologetically, like they didn't really hold back. Mm-hmm. Um, they just wrote what they thought and what they were feeling and kind of made waves that way. And also their harmonies. I just, I love harmonies. And so with three of them singing, it was just angelic. Just like listen to the album and be like, okay, I'm floating now. I'm not treading water, I'm floating. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and I, I like to do like, I'm very creative. Some ways it hurts me <laughs> because I just go, 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 go all the time in my mind. And then like, I'll write a song and be like, when I'm on stage, this is what it's going to look like. Like I'm not even on stage yet, <laughs> but like, but I'll just like plan everything out down to like, oh, cool. I could drop these cool looking streamers on these people. And I just, I go way too far into it. Um, well, but that's going to be good because whenever you get that yeah, kind of thing, exactly. you'll be like, I know exactly what I want that streamers. I want the flames. It's funny. I, I used to try like when I was in high school doing talent shows, um, I got some people to do a cover of, um, oh, I'm trying to think, Gives You Hell. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a cool song. Like we could start out acoustic and I know a lot of musician friends, like um, I could bring them in, but I, w- I always had the idea. I was like, you sing, you could stand up from the audience and walk is that on. Is All American Rejects? Who is that? I believe so. I think it might be All American Rejects. One of, uh, definitely a type like that. Dude, it's a hundred percent All American Rejects. Yeah. I am. I think so. I'm, I don't know how on earth I just pulled all American rejects mm-hmm. out. Keep going though. I'm sorry. I didn't mean yeah, to interrupt no you. Yeah, no problem. But yeah, um, I wanted people to like stand up in the audience and walk on stage. And I was like, it could just start out with me and my guitar. And by the end, it could be like this whole show. And everyone was like, this this is a talent show. Like you don't have to plan it like that. And I was like, <laughs> are you guys in or are you not? And they're like, no. And I was like, fine, I'll just do it myself. And it went well anyways. But like, it was just so over the top. And I, I ended up doing that in my church growing up because I, uh, I did get yeah. a start um, when I was like, okay, maybe I can sing to like get more used to into singing. I joined my church choir. And so I kind of found That's a good more, avenue to like yeah. be able to- unapologetically sing and be sing. No in one's front of judging. people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so I do some like, um, it's always like it's positive. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing is like people, yeah, exactly. People are nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Um, but I would sing in my church and I do some contemporary songs too, but I do them up in the front and like just by myself. And I do the same thing. I was like, can we like add on instruments as we go? And like, you guys could stand up and then like the whole choir will like come onto the stage and like sing back up. And they're like, you know, this is church. There's like 50 of us in the pews. Like, it's okay, just just do it. And I was like, okay, I'll keep my ideas for later. <laughs> I want to go all over the place. Yeah. I'm just going to play just a moment of. Yeah, all American no. rejects. <laughs> That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that song there. That song. Shout out to my ex. <laughs> Whoa. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no shout out to the exes. No, no, no. no. no f them. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, uh, I will. Speaking of that, I ended up running into one of my exes, the ex. 
B V X in an airport in Missouri randomly. That's like really random. Yeah. It was on Friday the 13th with the full moon. So it was just like, I was like, ah, I am not, I am not shocked. Yeah. I just went for a walk with my dog Friday the 13th. I was like, I just need a calm day. It's Friday the 13th. The sun is full. Yes. Weird energy everywhere. Did something happen? Did the dog like step in another dog's poop or something? Surprisingly not. No. Oh, nothing happened to you on the Friday the 13th? Oh. But like. Lucky you. I know. Just rub it in. Okay. You know what I did? I ran into the ex-girlfriend. That's like a movie right there. Not like an ex-girlfriend, but the ex. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like Friday uh, the 13th for you. Uh, that's uh, that's rough. How the hell did this happen? Because <laughs> imagine this. I drove three hours to the airport. Mm. Like, because I was in a place that was three hours away from the airport. So I drove. I had to drop off the rental car. Then I get into the airport and I accidentally turned the wrong direction because it's like a long terminal, just like one long thing. Mm. And so to the left was regular TSA. To the right was pre-check. And I travel a lot, so I do pre-check. Mm-hmm. And so I went like two thirds the way down the wrong direction, turned, I realized it, turned around, and then she was like right here, like about where you're at. And I was just like, ah, oh, ah, oh we can't not acknowledge the fact that we've just run into each other. It's like, hi. hi. <laughs> that sounds oh, very God. awkward, very painful. It was <laughs> painfully, painfully awkward. awkward. <laughs> you were absolutely right. Yeah. It was both painful and awkward. It yeah. was painfully awkward. Friday the 13th for you though. <laughs> When I got to pre-check, I was just like, damn it. How the hell did this happen? How? <laughs> Who was looking? What is, what is, what kind of weird, like, you know, energy juju do I have right now that this is what has transpired? It's like, uh. You flew on Friday the 13th? Yeah, you, which you obviously. You booked a flight yeah, on Friday the 13th? Yeah, yeah, so that's my fault. Yeah, I will oh, know God. moving forward. Yeah. Not to do any kind of traveling. Just stay at home, walk, walk the dog not do anything, anything more taxing than that. I mean, if that were me after that happened, I'd be like, oh no, oh no, I'm not flying today. My luck, (laughs) I can't get on this airplane. (laughs) Something's gonna happen. Something weird is gonna happen. Yeah. Somebody's gonna turn into a werewolf. I don't know. Yeah. Could be on the plane. See you later on the news. (sighs) That sounds absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Um, So. You want to be a dancer as well. Yeah, yeah. I've been whooped, whooped into shape the past few weeks getting ready for my music video. You got um, another, you have another one coming up? No, we filmed half of it. We filmed all the acting and everything. Like, oh, okay. So it's in pieces. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot to it. And then um, next week on Tuesday, we're filming the dance scene. Oh, so, so you've been practicing with yes. your, uh, with what was her name? Coco. Coco. She's an amazing dancer. I think she used to dance for Nicki Minaj on on like mm-hmm. tour and stuff. So she's just incredible. She, oh, and and well, and she's with um, Skylar as well, right? Because yeah, I believe they work she, together. Yeah, a lot. She, I believe that choreographer worked with um, uh, Frankie as Probably. well. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Then just We'd go and do like three, four hour sessions and I'd be like just so tired at the end. I was like, at least it's a workout. You're getting me back in the shape. But then yeah. it got, it reminded me like how much I used to dance like four or five days a week in high school. And how and, like. And like, it's been a while. I haven't been in the studio since high school. So like hopping back in there, I was like, this is a cool workout. Like maybe I'll do this more than just run. So it's been cool to get back into that. 
Nice. Yeah. Is that something that you want to continue to pursue even after the music video is done? Is that something that you're going to be put an emphasis on yeah. of whatever, you know, your brand is moving forward? Is like what? Maybe I can do a little dancing with Most these songs. Most definitely, yeah. yeah. Like it's definitely something to get used to singing and dancing at the same time. Like, oh yeah, props for sure. to anybody because that was that was tough to like get down to. But I mean, I'm usually walking and singing in the shower and singing. So like, You're I just walking sing around a lot. in the shower. I don't have that big of a shower. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, it's separate. You're separate, either singing in the shower separate. or walking, walking around and singing. So, yeah. Yeah, because you're in the mall. You're just like, yeah, la, la, just la, like, la, la, just, yeah, always singing. Um, whether I I should be or know I am or not. But, um, yeah, dancing is definitely another way to, like, express yourself that I always forget about. Like, I just want to dance a studio, like rent a studio sometimes and just start dancing around like to your favorite music. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's kind of cool to just go all out. It's also, just, like, again, we're talking about like, like therapeutic a in yeah. a sense, just to go like, leave it all, do whatever, do like, it however. Yeah. Like all my training's gone. I'm just going to like do cartwheels around the studio. And, Look, like, burn calories. No one's watching. The, 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 <laughs> your, uh, gives you a little state of euphoria in a sense, you know, yeah. all the, all the thing like dopamine and stuff is like released and you just feel happy. Yeah, exactly. Right. This feels good. Well, and that's why you want to stay in, uh, we're central cow. Yeah. C central coast. Yeah. Central coast. That's mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Um, it's because that exact reason, like you'd be outside yeah. and you're just like, ah, this is clean air. This is like greenery. You can see things. You come down here. It's not that it is. Yeah. We have mountains smog. on the coast. Ah, so it's see, really exactly. Cool. Yeah. So like I'll hike and like go look off the, the side and see the ocean. And mm -hmm. it's really cool. Mm -hmm. It's very nice. Where do you see yourself then five years from now? Mm, like career wise. Do you want to do, yeah. Or do you want, yeah. Career wise. Are you, are you. Oh, like is the ultimate goal to be doing like these big elaborate shows? Cause you were saying how you hopefully pyrotechnics, you know, like yeah. all the, where one person starts, then a second person joins and a third person joins. And then the chorus, the entire, you know, chorus comes in and yeah, I'm a lot to keep up with, but that's always been like my goal, like planning it out. Would your boyfriend yeah. say that you were a lot to keep up with? Probably. I'm the kind of type of person who will wake up at like probably nine and just, I don't stop until I'm ready to go to bed. But as soon as I sit down, I'll fall asleep. So like, I'll do like 10 things, 10 tasks in a day, write a song or two, like go for a run and go to the grocery store. Don't go. forget walking the dog. Walk you the have dog. A, yeah, yeah. I run Some, the dog too. He's, ah. Yeah. He's. What kind of that. dog do you have for all the dog lovers listening? Yeah. He's a German shepherd. He's oh, a you puppy. got a German shepherd. Oh. Yeah. We live next door to a German Shepherd and that thing oh. barks. Really? My goodness. That's the one thing I made sure he doesn't do because I grew up with a dog that just barked at like Any the birds thing. outside, anything. And it's, it was obnoxious. This, Good dog, but it's definitely something I needed to train this early. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, this German yeah. Shepherd, they'll put it, they'll let it out in the backyard and, uh, it will, it, anything that moves, that thing barks at. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they, they let it out at like 7 a.m. And it's just like, I'm still asleep. I'm still in bed. that thing is barking. Yeah. Ugh. And my noisemaker broke this week. Ooh. So like, I don't have a noisemaker to like help drown out that. You could probably like plug your phone in and put on like a, oh, a YouTube video. They have oh, like yeah. eight hour ones to play like during your sleep. Your sleep. Yeah. I'm always like. I worry about just burning through like my phone and yeah. I mean, I have unlimited, unlimited data, but still I was just like, eh. 
I'm always worried about like, like hypnosis. Like, oh. I don't know. Like if there's something weird going on. In oh, there. like if you put the eight hour one on and like at hour four, it's just like, yeah. you will wake up. When you wake up, you will murder <laughs> the prime minister of Malaysia. That's a little much, but like, I, just like if I don't get good sleep or anything, ah, okay. like, I don't know. My reference was to Zoolander, the movie Zoolander. That was Zoolander. a little Zoolander. Yeah, yeah it, it was. was. Yeah. It was. Don't kill the Prime Minister of Malaysia. <laughs> Obey <Maybe>. my dog. <laughs> I watched that movie the other day and I that was like a movie. Like I listen to music, I watch a bunch and then I forget about it. I watched that movie a couple times like way back and then I watched it again the other day and I was like, I forgot about this. This is funny. Yeah, it's real funny. Yeah. It's, and it, the that, one of my favorite spots is whenever Will Ferrell's face comes in, it's just like, obey my dog. <laughs> yeah. He has <laughs> really fun like a, facial yeah. expressions. <laughs> uh, that's uh, Mr. Magatu is one of my favorite Will Ferrell characters. Mm -hmm. He's had so many good movies. And then a couple that aren't, and a few that are not as good. They're but good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but those ones are just, those one of these characters like that, he's just like, yeah, that's Will Ferrell. Mm -hmm. That's Will Ferrell right there. When he was in, did you ever see Eastbound and Down? When he no. did a he did a cameo in Eastbound and Down, hmm. um, with Mike uh, McBride. I can't Danny McBride, and he was just like, "Ooh, I can feel it down in my plums." And I had my son Gabriel come by, and it was just, it's just like he's probably this long blonde haired man with like sunglasses. He's oh, really gosh. weird. <laughs> it's a really funny, funny, crazy sequence. Um, talk a little bit about. This other uh, single that you have on your EP well, called. This, I'll let you finish. Yeah, called yeah. Going North. Going North. Correct? Am I yes, correct? Yes, it there? is. Yeah. yeah. So, this is something that, um, again, I've been trying to write songs that, like, obviously are have some meaning to me, but also are like kind of relatable. Mm -hmm. I'm like, cool. Like what's something that I could just talk about to a friend that they relate to. I was like, LA traffic. And like, <laughs> and like when, when you're going North and like you see the trees for the first time and not the city and like you breathe in the air and you're like, this is kind of, it tastes a little different. Like it, like it's a little You're absolutely right though. It <laughs> yeah. does taste a little different. That is, uh, that is very factual. Yeah. And so I kind of wrote that about a trip. I went to Big Sur. I had like a day off. I, I don't know why, but I took, I got in the car and I was like driving two and a half hours. We're going to Big Sur. We're just like spending the day in the woods. I'm, we're doing it. And so. That's crazy. That's I've been out here since, I've been out here eight years and I've never done that. Really? It's gorgeous. But I don't like I being outside. It. Why not? I don't like bugs. I don't There's, like the idea of a mountain lion killing me. All right. That does scare me. Too. Yeah. 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 But Ugh. it was gorgeous. It was really gorgeous. Mosquitoes love my, my, my blood. So I get like, you need eucalyptus oil. It, it keeps them away. That's what my mom always said. And oh, it actually works. Does it? Yeah. I was going to say does. dryer sheets. It, uh, that probably Somebody told me that dryer sheets works. It smell too good. I don't know if that would actually work. <laughs> They'd be like, Ooh. They're too nice smelling. Mosquitoes are like, Ooh, I like this dryer sheets smell. So tell us about it. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's okay. Um, but yeah, this is kind of just about my experience driving north and just watching everything change. Um, like the dotted lines turn solid is one of the lines and it's just kind of like you watch five lanes of a highway turn to one lane kind of going, going north. And it's just kind of supposed to be like a therapeutic, like just floating relatable song. 
So, Excellent. Yeah, I'm gonna so, play it for you. Yeah, play it for us. This is Going North mm-hmm. by Liv Waters. Counting dotted lines till they're solid And three lanes turn to one Oh, the cityscape's morphing the redwoods And I let my body get freckled by the sun I've been feeling so lost sitting in traffic on the 101 Being one of four billion in LA, it's hard to feel like you're someone All of my dirty laundry's falling from my closet And I'm kicking myself for leaving before I locked it So I'm in escape mode Turn my phone off, close the car door and hit the road See how far I have to go Until I become somebody I used to know My heartstrings are tugging back and forth Between who I am and who I pretend to be Trying to make others happy But I'm lost from the source So I'm going north Lost from the source I'm going north Yeah Drive till the radio turns static And I to the rhythm of the road Oh, going slow over coastal ridges Finds a way to lighten the load Cause I've been feeling so lost Sitting in traffic on the 101 Think about how we pollute in the world For a 9 to 5 really sucks the fun When we are all just so caught up in our schedules Nobody sleeps, but it's okay cause we got rebel So I'm in escape mode Turn my phone off, close the car door and hit the road See how far I have to go Until I become somebody I used to know My heartstrings are tugging back and forth Between who I am and who I pretend to be Trying to make others happy But I'm lost from the source, so I'm going north North, lost from the source, I'm going north yeah, lost from the story, so I'm going north. Woo! <laughs> That'd be a that, that's like a that's like an incredible like hitting the road like summer song. You know what I'm saying? Like that would be a great like. I can't wait to hear. It. Like yeah. that was amazing, by the way. Well, thank uh, you. Amazing. Um, <laughs> But that'd be like, a, that's like a perfect, like, that'd be, I, and I don't know how you guys are going to do it, like in, whenever you lay it down, like on the full track or whatever, but like, mm-hmm. that sounds like that would be a summer hit. Yeah. It right. Sounds, it sounds cool when I, I sing it to the track. It's like, mm-hmm. it's kind of this, it starts out acoustic. Well, don't, don't sell yourself short. It sounded friggin' amazing well, just you. now too. Thanks. But yeah, it's kind of like trippy. It kind of has some random little notes in there in the background, and it kind of makes you feel like you're floating. I say that a lot, but that's that's really what but I'm you going li- for. Yeah, but you that's like the for. imagery and mm-hmm. the the sense of your music making making somebody feel like they're like floating. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Want to make them feel a little bit more than than they are used to. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. That's that's great. Well, um, did you come up with any of that? Like at the mall? Did you, <laughs> how did you come, the, the, 
the title you said you were you were just driving north and that's how you yeah were you in your so, car and then you said I'm oh, I'm going north that's gonna be the title of the song yeah I mean the first line is the first thing I thought of like counting dotted lines so they're sal- solid because like I remember going on road trips when I was a kid and I would just like count things to pass the time like counting sheep I'd count the dotted lines so I'd be like one two three four oh I lost count and, like, see, <laughs> like see how far I could get until I lost count. Four is not a very high number before you lose count. Uh, yeah. We didn't have cell phones when I was little, so we had true, to, uh, true, true, we had true, to get yeah. you, do something. What was the highest them. number you ever got to? Do you remember? Hard to remember, but it was definitely in a, a few hundreds. I would I'd probably get bored first, yeah, honestly. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, can count sure. really high. <laughs> <laughs> I could count past a few hundred, I swear. I could get over like 800. Yeah. <laughs> After that, though, it gets real The thousands nutty. get really, like, you yeah. got to talk a lot. 1,112. It's a lot to pronounce. It's a lot of, it's a lot of yeah. syllables. I ran out of fingers, so, like, you can't really count. Did you just do tally marks? Yeah. Man, I imagine if somebody attempted to do tally marks for every uh, dotted line they saw on the road as they're speeding down the highway. It, it would be fast. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to challenge somebody to do that and see if they can hit hit us up on our uh, IG or, or Facebook page and say, I was able to do that and I was able to do thousands. Get to a thousand. I'll be super. Impressed. I'd be shocked. Yeah, yeah. And it'd I'll be inaccurate. You <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you heard it here. Yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> you did. She will give you an album. Mm-hmm. Signed. Signed. Signed? No. Oh, oh, oh. oh, I can't hear anything. Uh-oh. Can hear I can I can hear me. There it is. Oh, oh. oh yeah, I can't hear me. Where'd you go? Do, do, do. Oh. This is how you quick fix. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slightly. How about now? Oh, yeah. oh that came in that came in big. There he is. I don't know what happened, but we lost we lost a mic for a second, so we'll just like get let it go. Yeah, life. get it ready to go. That was weird for a brief second. I'm sorry. <laughs> Man, we're going through mics. Ooh, it's oh. so it's so fire in here that that we're going through we're going through mics. I guess so. Right? Drop the mic. Just drop. He dropped it. That's really what happened. And it shattered. Yeah. Um. So see, the show must go on. Have you ever had a moment like this? Where you remember, where you just like, oh shit, the moment uh, the the show's gotta go on. Yeah, actually, mostly with guitar strings. Um, oh, what happened? I'm really it's like, like I taught myself guitar, so there is like a lot with maintenance of guitar that I didn't really like learn from a teacher. Oh, was, no, like, YouTube you didn't show you strings every so like three months or like every so shows like so many shows you should change your strings. Oh, what um, it, what is it? Do you know? What um, what do you normally do? I I do like every once they kind of start getting discolored and mm-hmm. once they start like going out of tune a lot it's kind of like this feel for me now but I used to just play my strings to death until they would just like pop and like be gone and so when I was back in New York I did gigs full time I was playing some really cool gigs usually at like breweries and stuff um, because we have a lot in upstate New York hey well yeah. everybody wants to stay drunk right exactly and they, they tip when you sing too um, Ooh, yeah, <laughs> when they're so. drunk I mean they get a little bit more generous but I was at a 
a um it's called Bad Seed Orchards. So they had shout hard out. cider. They're really shout good. out to Bad Seed Orchard. That yeah. actually sounds delish it right was, now, it's right? It's awesome, yeah. Yeah. But I was playing there and all of a sudden my high E string just popped and I was like all right, well, I don't have spare strings. Um, it's not that noticeable. I still have five of them, and I just I kept playing. It got really weird. Like, I kind of lost track with my fingers, like, touching the strings. It was like, I don't feel one here, so it would kind of mess up a little bit, and it would sound a little off. But, like, I always tell myself, like, I know I'm so critical, and most people out there aren't musicians. Correct. So, so they're a- like, it's just a different sound. Like, and a lot of them won't even notice. And if they do, I just told myself that anyways. Yeah. Yeah. But we got through it. I feel hey, like, yeah. the show must go on, as they say, right? Yes. Um, do you now travel with spare strings just in case? I do. I have a set of spare strings in my guitar case at all times. And because you want to like make use of your time. When I go to the grocery, not the grocery store. When I go to the music store, I just buy like two or three sets just to have them. Yeah. Like I'll go through them anyways. So Yeah, you might as well. Yeah. Well, if you're there. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Is there space in it? So I've I've never actually seen the inside of a guitar case. Yeah. Is there space? Is there like a little cubby like that you put things in? Oh, that does right there at the neck. Oh, and I lied. There's none in there. Oh but shit. There's usually some in there. There's <gasps> a little cubby for strings. Uh-oh. I got a harmonica though. Can you play the harmonica? No. Oh. That's something that, like, I wish I could play. I was about to say, holy crap, what are you about to bring out a harmonica? (laughs) That would be impressive. That's the one instrument that I just, I don't see any way to play it. I don't see, like, a scientific way to, like, this is how you do it. It's kind of just, like, feel it out. If you could play the harmonica, you play it. If you can't, you really can't. That's that's the one instrument I can't, really can't. (laughs) So do you have... So how is your ear whenever you go to a show? If you go and visit and you watch somebody else play, are you are you enjoying it and just taking it in, or are you do you find yourself being like, oh, I would I would do this slightly different. I would do that slightly different. I would love to just sit and watch and listen, and I've been trying to do that because I I love to enjoy. Music. But as, a, as an artist, it's but almost impossible, yeah, right? Yeah, my ears always on for like finding like critiquing or being like oh my god I love this I have to do this like whoa like how did they do that and so I'm always like watching like critically and being like okay how is their thing how are their things wired what kind of like equipment are they using and so it's just always on it's not always critiquing but it's always like I'm taking in information whenever it's like going to lecture I'm studying oh yeah that's a good way to think about it yeah I'm going to I'm going to like a lecture I'm going Mm -hmm. to like a TED talk of watching somebody else and figuring out what nuggets I can pull from it. But I'm also not that crazy serious. I go and have fun. Too. Good. Okay. I'm yeah. not like, like all dialed in. All right. Here's my notes. <laughs> I'll, I'll have a drink or two too. I'll have fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you yeah. said that you play at uh, this incredible cider place. Do you have a favorite like cider? I haven't played there in a while. Oh, okay. And yeah. I, I always like to go to, um, I played at Angry Orchard once up there. Hey, shout out to Angry yeah, Orchard. Yeah, they were cool. Um, but a lot of these breweries will have like tasting trays. So you kind of get like the little, yeah, little tiny little bit. bit, like all of them. Is that great? How you can just like, it's all right, so I will nice. try all of them. No, the cool thing about Angry Orchard was like, I don't know if they do it anymore, but when you walk in, they'll give you a token and it's free. Ooh. They're like, you just get like five tastes of like something for free. And I'm like, 
That's pretty cool. Well, if they give you a little bit of it for free, they you're know that gonna you're going to, yeah, want more. Really great marketing. Yeah. I fell for it. Yeah. So, yeah, you're just like, oh, yeah. you know what? I will take a lot of the third a lot one. Of this one was really delicious. Take a lot of the third one. So outside of the harmonica, what was in that little cubby in your case? Lots of guitar picks. Oh, picks. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I keep them in the harmonica case. That's why I have the harmonica in there because I'm using the harmonica case for picks. Ah. Yeah. Do you go through like, picks often is, or they're just tiny so you lose them? They're tiny so I lose them. Um, I leave them everywhere. I'll be like playing a song and be like, I'm hungry. I'm going to go make dinner. I put the, put the pick like on the counter or like on the windowsill and put my guitar away. And then and it's then just gone. The pick's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. But you could buy them in like crazy bulk. Packs yeah, I was going to say crazy bulk. For like a dollar. So it's like put them in there. Dang, it's really that cheap? Mm, probably depends on like. Yeah, the, the kind. The yeah. Kind you get. They have like different thicknesses. So the thinner they are, the cheaper they are. Uh, what yeah. is your ideal thickness to a pick? The thinner ones or like the. Th I'm like the medium. Like okay. the soup has to be just right. Yeah. <laughs> the bed's got to be just right. Not too fluffy. Not, not too hard. Yeah, exactly. Right in the middle. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So you see yourself doing shows, uh, having m many albums in the next five, six years. Hopefully. Potentially moving down into the city. Hopefully, I mean, I'm trying to work on smaller goals because I've had this like huge goal of like just music my whole life. But then, yeah, you can and get I'm specific like, okay, from there. Yeah, I gotta do like smaller specific goals. So like right now, I'm trying to find a label to work with, yeah. which is what we're doing now. We're just hunting, and we've had some, labels, some nice meetings. Yeah, labels. Talk about yet? But yeah, we've hit her had, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so hopefully, find a label so we could start exploring our music kind of a wider scale where it's like get, actually get it out there so that's my my most like specific goal but mm -hmm. yeah i would love to go on a tour open up for somebody mm -hmm. um visit other places because that's that's what started my journey out here it was mm -hmm. just like seeing what city i like and where i fit in the best did you did you stop anywhere outside of nashville and take some time there at all did you Oh yeah, I I stopped in Salt Lake City and that Salt Lake was City, gorgeous. Yeah. We did a lot of hiking there. Yeah. Um, yeah, the elevation there is pretty high, right? Isn't it like pretty high up in? Oh my gosh, yeah. I was like hiking, and I hike a lot, but at sea level and stuff over here, and I think they're at like ten thousand something, something yeah, crazy. Yeah, so it's just much harder. So yeah. I was hiking, and I'd get to the top, and it wasn't even the top. I'd get like like halfway up and I'd be winded and I'm like, I promise I'm in shape, but like, <laughs> it's just too hard here. So it was really crazy to see like the different elevation. Yeah. And how that affects your body. Yeah. yeah. I stopped in Denver, Colorado. That was awesome. Um, I saw the, the Red Rocks theater. Oh yeah. And I was like, it would be so cool to play a show here one day. But the thing that, um, like stood out the most to me is I got there and they were probably like, a couple thousand like people just working out there. I was like, people come here to work out. They're running up the stairs, down the stairs, and they're like, I saw these people doing push-ups, and then they crawl down one of the like seatings because it's all like 
theater seating, outdoor theater. And then they do another push up and go down. And I came in there in just like my regular clothes, <laughs> just expecting to like look at it. And I was like, all these people are judging me. I'm not working out. <laughs> but it was really cool. It was awesome to see how active like some places are compared to others. Yeah. And, like just people's lifestyles. Well, and I, I have friends and people that I know who live in Denver now and they mm -hmm. love the city. And I've not been to visit, you oh, know, awesome. as a person. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, when I toured around the country, like in 2010, I went to a bunch of cities, both of which you just named. Mm -hmm. um, but I wasn't there for more than like two days. So like, it'd be nice to go again. I am shocked because I fly out of Denver hmm. a lot for work. Like it's one of my layover places. And so I am slightly shocked that you can't get any, uh, anything with THC in it at the airport. And I wonder if they do that on purpose. I wonder if they're just like, all right, it's legal here, but it's not legal probably wherever you're going. Wherever so therefore going. they're like, we're not gonna sell it in the airport. I bet that's why. I bet that's why too. Mm. But they have, Denver has smoking sections in their airport. Like you go and huh. it, it's like an enclosed space where there's like a smoking section. I'm like, well, what is, why wouldn't I do that? Why They'd probably I make a lot of money on like, Edibles, just like a section. There. Exactly. Yeah. I was. They would probably make a ton of money. But you never know. Like if someone's like gets on a flight and they have to like deal with somebody like just, freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. That you, is, that's actually probably. That's probably. Yeah. Why. Is it? Um. I don't know about the state of New York. Is it? Is it legal in New York yet? Not yet. Is it medically? No. I believe it's medically. Yeah. It's in a yeah. lot of medically, they're, but not. They're getting there. Yeah. yeah. Taking its time. Because it's here now, mm -hmm. and it's in most of I think the West Coast. I think both Oregon and Washington are the same. Uh, Nevada now, Nevada. Uh, and then Denver. I mean uh, Colorado, mm -hmm. and then a couple like Massachusetts or like Maine or something like that. Oh, that's over there. true. Massachusetts is Vermont. I believe. Yeah, Vermont. Yeah, some of the smaller uh, <laughs> New England states. Mm -hmm. Are you, um, being from New York, are you a fan of anything like sports wise? Are you? Um, I like to say I keep up with music. <laughs> My mom loves the Patriots because ah, her yeah. family is from Boston and mm -hmm. all that. And so I'm not really a fan of anything myself, but if the Patriots are on, I'll root for them. I won't turn it on. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I won't. I mean, I won't personally turn it on, but if it's on and they're playing. Um, so what is, so your parents, you said are super supportive of mm -hmm. the things that you're doing. Um, have you, uh, found out here? Have you found any, like people giving you any kind of pushback? Um, have you found a supportive system out here? Like people that are around you? How was that? How, how, how has been the acclimation to California? Yeah. So, um, the people I've met out here, like at first they didn't know I did music and I, I just sit down and like, I sent them a song. I was like, this is what I'm working on. They're like, wait, that's you. Like you actually do music music like that. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, that's so awesome. And so there's this one friend of ours and he's just going around telling everybody. And so he's, they're all very supportive and excited and are just music lovers again. So it's been awesome out here and yeah. everyone's been supportive. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't found any, any kind of pushback or any, anything hard. Cause a lot of times you get people who move out here and then all of a sudden, like it is a lot harder to do what you believe 
you need to be doing because mm -hmm. just the vastness of the of SoCal, you know, like right. there's so many people, there's so much things going on. I think that's where living north kind of comes in handy for me because, you know, there's an abundance of shows up there that people need to be open for. And like, there's a lot of people traveling from like LA that want to go up north to the beach and listen to things. And I'm kind of like, I don't want to say I'm the only one there, but it's not LA. Like, yeah. um, uh, like my confidence is still there. I'm not like drowning in the vast amounts of people. Like, mm -hmm. like going north has its, its perks. And how is, uh, your boyfriend been acclimate, acclimating as well. He's it, doing well. He he surfs all the time. He oh, like, so he he's likes, just like yeah, he likes he, to be a beach surfs, bum in I a sense. Sing. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it works really well. You, do you surf at all? Um, I'm scared of sharks. So I think no. I've gone kayaking and I've sworn like I didn't know this, but. I went kayaking and there was a sign up that was like, oh, warning, there might be like sharks in the water. And I was like, okay, it's the ocean. Like they have of to course. put that yeah, up, yeah. like obviously. And so I get back, pull the kayak on shore and they're like, we only put that out if we see a shark. And I'm like, you wouldn't tell me that before I got in the water. No. So there I was like with my dog kayaking in the water, like out in the ocean. And I didn't die. Were I you guess. by yourself or were you with your boyfriend as well? Well, he was on a separate kayak. Oh, okay. But we, oh, wait, wait, is a kayak though? Is it the one seater thing? You sit in. Yeah. yeah but it's yeah. a one person thingy, right? They make two people ones, but I was in a one yeah, person you're in a kayak. One, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man, was that a crazy workout? Like arm workout? It's cool. I go, go often when the shark sign's not up. <laughs> <laughs> you know better now. I know better now. Yeah. I know how to look, but I've seen dolphins and whales up there. So it's it's really gorgeous. Very good for songwriting. I like- Clears the mind and then you're just like, oh, this color yeah. I can make into a song. Mm -hmm. Have you ever challenged yourself in that kind of way where you're like, look, I'm feeling the color, you know, I don't know, whatever, magenta or something. And you're just like, all right, how do I make a song around this one concept of an idea. Cause you, no, you talk to like, awesome. yeah, you talk to like comedians and they'll, they'll be like, all right, give me a word and I'll figure out if I can create a joke around the word and use that as whatever. That's a good idea. I used actually as extra credit in my English class in high school, we had to like pull a word, do something creative with it. And I pulled the song sweater and I was like, huh, let's write a song about this. And so I wrote like a sweater song like 20 <laughs> minutes in, during the period. And they're like, that was so awesome. You get full extra credit. And I was like, yeah, yeah. go me. <laughs> My talent coming in handy for grades. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I have, looking back, because I'm very similar where I have like a box full of shit that I've, you know, done and written in or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I came across this story that I wrote in middle school. And I was like, thinking back now, I was like, how on earth did the teacher allow me to write this? Like, and I, I somehow didn't get in trouble for it. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's so funny, like, just to be like, oh God, I, if some kid wrote this now, it would be like, yeah. they'd be like, uh, this kid can't be in school. <laughs> this is too, you know, crazy. But then like teachers who are supportive and then allow you to do whatever it is you want to do to keep mm -hmm. you engaged and involved. Or like you can really... just go the extra mile and like understand where you're coming from. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, I know this isn't like coming from a bad spot, but maybe you shouldn't do that. Was there some, yeah. was there somebody that you looked up to in going through school that you were just like, they kind of helped guide you in a sense mm -hmm. 
I don't know if they like knew they helped guide me, but just like one of my English teachers, I had him for like two years, Mr. Pitt, shout out. Mr. But, Pitt? Yeah. Not Brad. Not, not Brad Pitt. No, no okay. I mean, you'd be like, <laughs> that I would my, be yeah. my English teacher was Brad Pitt. He would yeah, do movies and then he'd come teach us. We went to a really cool school. No, <laughs> <laughs> it was a public school. But we just, we focused a lot on like reading and writing really like artistically. So mm. I really grew from that because that's what I like to do. So I was very proud of that class and mm -hmm. wrote a lot in there. So I went and question, this is going to be a weird question. Does mm -hmm. your, does your school have a four block or an eight block? Uh, oh, classes? class, class schedule. Yeah. We had eight. We had an eight block. Okay. Actually, it's a huge school. I had like 900 people in my graduating class. Damn. Yeah. Seriously? New York public schools right Dang. there. Dang. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. I, I had less than, I think we only had like one, one eighty. Maybe two, two sixty. I don't know what it was. It was under three hundred though. Did you know everybody? No, well, no. Really? No. Did you know everybody in your nine hundred? Oh no. Oh. But like, I I know people who went to school with like a hundred people in their class, and they're like, yeah, we knew like so and so dated so and so, and like all of this like information about them. And I'm like, I'm really glad I went to a big school because <laughs> I could just hide in the corner if I wanted to. Yeah, on the days that you wanted Which to, I you did. could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, because I, I asked that because I was just in my hometown last week, actually, mm -hmm. and I visited uh, my drama teacher because she had a huge influence on me in school and she's still there right. teaching. And uh, we had a four block in school. And then so I specifically asked her, like, how is it now? And then they, they said they had switched to an eight block probably like really? six, seven years ago. I was like, huh. And then she said it's because of educational purpose or like testing purposes. Like if you do a four block, then if you're taking tests at the end of the year, the stuff that you learned in the first semester, you potentially would lose compared to like doing an eight block every other day, That's AB true. schedule. I was like, whoa, this yeah, is blowing my so mind right now. Yeah. yeah. Like, also, it's so ridiculous that we, everything comes to these tests and funding and that's another thing that I worry about. Yeah. I'm glad that I caught like the very end of that. Yeah. It's like my, my brothers, when he was in middle school, he was actually, he probably caught like the whole brunt of it because he's a freshman in high school now. And I was like, it was senior year when they were implementing all that for us. So we were like, okay, we're, we're just going to get through it and yeah. we're fine. Yeah, we'll just bash through like, it. will be fine. Yeah, we're totally. We're all good. But yeah, I can't. I can't even wrap my head around all that they're doing now. It's like, right. So trying to be right. And it's just kind of, you're like, Oh no, this is like disastrous. This yeah. is just like, ah, mm -hmm. um, Oh my goodness. Woo, woo, woo. We've only got about eight minutes left. Ooh. Uh Oh, uh Oh, uh Oh. Um, so one of the, some of the questions that I like to ask our guests before we wind down here, um, is, uh, one of my main ones that I ask is kind of what advice would you have given yourself? What advice would you give yourself uh, years ago that you know now that you didn't know then? Find out what you like to do and do it. Yeah. No, um, uh, probably not go to school because you think it'll be a good career. Do it because you like to do it. That's definitely something that I would give advice to myself to back then and to anybody. 
Well, it's crazy um, how there's such an emphasis on like higher education when a lot of times it's unnecessary. Like you wanting to do music, I mean, you self-taught yourself a guitar, like how to play guitar. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, it, it's not necessary for you to get a higher education for you wanting to pursue music. Right. You know, um, and so that's really, really great mm -hmm. Especially advice, in the, yeah. Yeah, in the industry, you can always find somebody to like just study under. Like if you have like a producer you really like and you're like, can you teach me your ways? Like I'll be your assistant if you teach me. Like, mm -hmm. um, there's a lot other ways in school. But school's also really good if, if it brings you to where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like if you want to, you know, if you want to be a teacher or, uh, you know, if you want to be a geologist, you're going to have to know how to yeah. identify rocks in a sense. And schooling probably is the fastest, yeah. most structured way for you to be able to do that. Yeah. So, if you want to be a surgeon, please go to school. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if you're a doctor... Uh, or a surgeon or those kinds of things. It's, uh, I know if something, if my appendix <laughs> burst, I would probably prefer somebody who has had some kind of schooling. Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> but it is very true. Like whenever it comes to being like an artist and being artistic and creative, you don't necessarily need to go to school unless like you're a painter and you need to learn how to do other mm -hmm. kinds of things potentially maybe, but then also there's the, the school of YouTube. Yeah, where YouTube you can learn University. YouTube <laughs> University. Exactly. You can kind of learn that kind of thing. That's really great advice because like I would probably tell myself the same exact thing, not waste five full years going to school for a mm -hmm. freaking theater degree yeah. while, hey, go out here and start your life five years sooner mm -hmm. with what you want to do. Um, that's crazy. Crazy good advice. Woo! Well, we'll uh, we'll wrap up right there if that's okay. Unless you unless you you don't have anything else you want to sing, right? I don't think so. No. I think, okay. I think, I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's a great place. Uh, Live Water singer songwriter. Uh, she's got singles coming out. Her EP in the future, mm -hmm. hopefully very soon, uh, near future. Uh, we heard today. Uh, Backs face in, going north. And Treading Water, all three great songs. Super forward to looking uh, looking forward to that. Singer-songwriter, Liv Waters, thank you very much for coming on our show. How do we find you if thank people you. are interested? Sorry. That's okay. Thank you for having me. I'll Yay! start with that. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. As soon as, hey, as soon as your album yeah. drops, you come back on I and you say, back, hey. Play it all. Exactly. Yes. We can do a whole thing where we, yeah, Well, exactly. that sounds fun. All right. Well, if you want to find me and you didn't hear enough of me today, um, my name's Liv Waters, L-I-V, no E. Um, Instagram, I'm at Liv Waters Music. Facebook, Liv Waters, livewaters.com. Just, just put my name in there wherever you like and you'll probably find me. <laughs> waters spelled uh, mm. like waters? Like water with an S. Like, nice. Yeah, the stuff you drink. Nice. Yeah. Now is... Is that your, is that well, a stage name? Well, my last name's Waters. Ah. My first name's Olivia, but the Olivia is just so generic and it's four syllables. It's long, yeah, it's, it's a long, lot of syllables. It's so I was yeah. like, live Waters, that works. And it, I guess it kind of does sound made up. Well, just sort the, of. yeah. But yeah. also, you know, a lot of people that are hugely famous, that it's their name, you know? Yeah. So you got a, you got a name that's perfect to be cool on the, name. yeah. Thanks mom. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who named you? Do you know? 
I don't know. Probably Ooh. my mom. I feel Olivia. like maybe my dad. I know that it was after like Olivia Newton John. Was it? Yeah, they're very big like Grease fans. Oh, yeah. It's their Grease whole is time the word. Period. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are you into any musicals like that? I like Grease. Yeah, Grease is I, it's classic. Yeah. It's good. Nice. Um, so, you know, we shout out your IG. Yeah. Yeah. Any, any of those things? You said you have a .com as well? Yeah. You live, got a website? Livewaters.com. You can find me on Spotify if you want to listen to anything. Yes. Livewaters. And you'll find, you type that in, you'll find it there? You'll find it there. Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Thank you very much, Liv, for coming on our show today. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. Uh, thank you guys for listening to another episode of LLA with Jake and Lenny. I am your co-host, Lenny Hernandez. We will see you next week. You can hear LLA live every Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Pacific time on Dash Talk Radio or at dashradio.com. LLA is produced by Guy Garner, hosted and engineered by Jake F.H. and Lenny Hernandez.